T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. R.I.P. Coolio. B, I got a question for you. Don't let me forget. That uh, weird play that Kyle Shanahan ran at the goal line for the Niners. You know what I'm talking about? The, like, fullback option with Juszczyk and McCaffrey? Yeah. Did you ever run that when Norv was coaching here? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. We did that play, Con- we did was- that play against uh, Denver. I ran the touchdown. There you go. There you have it. All right, right now let's get to the BetQL guest line. Welcome in Reggie Langhorn, retired Cleveland Brown. Reggie played for the Browns for a number of seasons and hosts shows also out the there Colts. in Cleveland about – and the Colts, sorry, <laughs> seven years with the Browns, two years with the Colts. Reggie, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you gentlemen doing this morning? We're Afternoon, good, I man. guess I might say. Yeah, we're doing good, good man. Good. Getting ready for this game this weekend. <laughs> what do we expect from this? Well, the thing we we this team is fighting for a playoff berth, and we know Cleveland. Right. Uh, you know they're not in the playoffs, but you, we heard the the tight end yesterday say that they're gonna give the Commanders hell. And I know I've been in that situation where you're not in the playoffs, you're playing against a team that's trying to go, and hell says I'm gonna be sitting at home. I want somebody to be sitting at home with me. I I wonder if that's the mindset <laughs> right. of the Browns. You know, the whole thing that when, when guys come out and say stuff like that, I wonder what what was in their minds four or five weeks ago when you were actually trying to play in the playoffs. Would all of a sudden now you're going to play any different? That's the concern that I have with our yeah. football team up here in Cleveland. You know, a lot, a lot of folks don't realize I'm a Virginia boy. So back in my day, I used to chill for the, the guys that, that uh, work in D.C. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk a little bit about this Brown season. It was always kind of – at least as an outsider looking in, it looked like you had a bit of a placeholder um, because they, they, they moved they moved so much to get Deshaun Watson, and then you know Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended for the first three months of the season. Now Watson is in there, and it looks kind of rough, Reggie. Uh, are, are there signs of optimism emerging, or, or are there questions emerging? Well, you'll have two sides of that story. One will be the organization will think that everything is going to work out just fine. Um, We all know that Deshaun Watson is a heck of a quarterback, and what he did prior to his two-year stint away from the game uh, speaks volume of his talent. Um, But, yes, since he's gotten back, we haven't been able to put points on the board. Um, We haven't been able – we won two games, lost two games, but we haven't looked good as an offense at all. It looks like we're trying to throw the ball too often. 
uh, which puts Nick Chubb in, 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 in the back seat, which is something that a lot of fans up here hate to see because they know the player that Nick Chubb is. So uh, going forward, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if we're going to throw the ball 40 times when we see you guys on Sunday or they're going to try to get everybody involved. <laughs> Some people suggest we just put Nick Chubb on the, uh, on the back burner for the rest of the year because wow. he had such a pitch count. Now, you know, we went through 11 games with Jacoby Brissett, and you got to tip your head off to him because he played and, and far exceeded anything that I thought that he was going to be able to do in Cleveland. Maybe one or two games he didn't play quite as well, but it was more our defense that was unable to uh, stop the run and why we lost so many games prior. I mean, this team probably two or three weeks ago still had an opportunity to get into the playoffs, but yet they failed to do it for a second year in a row for whatever thinking of the mindset that goes on over there in, uh, in, in Berea, which is, you know, Berea, Ohio, where they practice. Uh, a lot of us fans can't figure out exactly what they're trying to do. <laughs> Speaking of the defense, you said about the running, and then one thing the commanders can do is run the football. Uh, are they still getting to the – I mean, I'm, I'm watching them. Miles Garrett has 13 and a half sacks. Can they still effectively get to the quarterback? Because I know Washington will try to run the ball on them, and if they can – if they can't stop that, then it'll be a problem for them. Yeah, we had uh, the Chargers. We've had uh, Atlanta. Uh, we had Houston. All of these teams that were, were rushing for 50 and 60 yards a game all put up over 150, 200 yards against us. Wow. Um, and that is a problem. Inside the tackles, we are very light in the butt. We've lost four linebackers. You know, we, we, we lost guys from the first week, the third week, the seventh week, and the ninth week of the season all middle linebackers. So we're pretty light in the button with just not being able to, to stop anybody against the run. We had a problem this Sunday. We had uh, the New Orleans Saints were in town. It was, I don't know, two degrees out there. And we threw <laughs> yeah. the ball 31 times. Uh, they <laughs> threw the ball 15 times. And uh, they ran Taysom Hill in the second half right down our throat. And that is a problem for us. And, you know, and you know, and I know, B. Mitch, it, it teams that can run the football win football games. Oh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about kind of your expectations for this thing. Obviously, a lot of questions about what offensively they look like. But as somebody, and I'm guessing by you know Thursday of a game week, you, you've watched some commander's tape and probably seen some over the course of the season. How do you think Cleveland matches up? It, it's just crazy because Cleveland's 6-9, and nine, right? Cleveland has six wins on the season. Right. The commanders only have seven. And we're acting like it's kind of a <laughs> exactly. certainty – we're acting like it's a certainty that the commanders are going to win this thing. How do you, how do you read the scenario? I'll tell you this. Um, the Cleveland Browns have played two different faces all year. They've, they've played very flat in some games. And then we played Cincinnati on the Monday night game. We played Tampa a few weeks ago. And they played with a different kind of fire. If they can get all the cylinders running and Nick Chubb gets loose, this football team can beat just about anybody. Unfortunately, that has been the struggle of being able to play week in and week out. Inconsistency from the top down has is, is just been our problem. There's a lot of folks here that question the play calling, but for me, it's all every play is designed to be a big play. It's just how the players are, uh, put it all together and, and make it happen. And we've had some mishaps, um, you know, penalties. We've had uh, uh, just bad situational football that has been taking place here. Um, I, I think Washington, when I watched them uh, play against Philly and the intensity they play with, our team has done that two or three times this year. I think Washington has been more consistent um, with the energy they get on their defense. Uh, now you guys are switching quarterbacks. You're going back to Carson Wentz, and, and you don't even know what you're going to get up there. 
That's true. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, but the thing about <laughs> – we, we, we look at stats and things of that nature. This is an age now where a guy – we just look at the – we don't look at the outcome. We look at stats. Deshaun Watson hasn't put up big numbers. Do you see any improvement in him from the first week he got back up until now? Yes. Um, he got better from the, well, the first week was just horrible. And they were able to let defense win a game for him. I picked up a fumble, got an interception for a touchdown. I mean, so that those things, all the stars were aligned for us on that day. And then he got better the following week. Um, even though they lost a couple of games, this week they tried to throw that well, last week against the Saints. They tend to try to throw the ball a, a little bit too much in, in the wind. That was, it was 30, 35 mile an hour winds. And when you're going into the wind here in Cleveland, you know, obviously the ball is going to drift. And, and B. Mitch, you ran punts, so you know the difference mm-hmm. of, of wind going with you and wind going against you. Plus, when it's two degrees, that thing is like you know, it's, it's like a brick trying to catch it. <laughs> um, so balls were overthrown, balls were all over the place. Um, you know, this goes back to Deshaun looks like a leader. The the guys around him look as though they are they're willing to do anything to uh, to help him out to, to lighten the load. It just hasn't come together yet. Um, I think we were scoring 23, 24 points a game before he got here. Now we're scoring 10, 11 points a game, uh, even though defense probably has more touchdowns than the offense in the last four weeks, which is unfortunate. So I'm expecting him to break through soon. I expect between this game and the last game against the Steelers, which we'll play next week, um, he's got to show us a little something. I know it's in the tank form, but has he lost enough that he can recover by 2020? Uh, three. I mean, but right now we 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 need a little something as a fan base here that says, okay, we've got our guy. Because you know, I, I watched uh, Denver and Russell Wilson, and man, you're talking about a guy that fell off the shelf. Oh yes. Um, I'm hoping that 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 hadn't happened for Deshaun Watson. Fell all the way off the shelf. Uh, we're talking with Reggie Langhorn here, nine <laughs> yes, year <sir. laughs> nine year NFL veteran, wide receiver, played seven years with the Browns. Um, I don't know, I haven't checked in on this at all, but I know that the Browns have had a lot of turnover at the coach and general manager position, and it sure seems like the Deshaun Watson acquisition was ownership-driven and not necessarily front office-driven. And I know Kevin Stefanski's in his third year, and they had that good year you know, in 20 when they made the playoffs and beat the Steelers. Is Stefanski's seat a little bit hot here? Yeah, it, it's. Uh, but he's safe because getting Deshaun and the, the the group going down to uh, Houston to have the conversation to look at football, they are going to give Kevin Stefanski a full year with Deshaun Watson to see if it works. Um, I, I think Kevin, I, we all like him as a, as a person, but then there's something for me as a head coach um, to have a heartbeat for the game. Everyone talks analytics and everyone talks numbers and, and the science of the game. Um, sometimes in November and December, when it gets close to playoff football, there's a heartbeat that goes along with a football team that they find that energy to go the extra mile. And I haven't seen that from our group and definitely not seen it consistent enough. So, yeah, I, I think if Kevin uh, uh, doesn't win these last two games, if they struggle early next year and they don't come out the gate running and win, you know, four out of six games or win, you know, five out of seven games, then we would have a big discussion. The problem for me is that you've got Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, you got Nick Chubb, all these guys under nice contracts for only so long. You gave up a lot of draft picks in getting Deshaun for the next few years. 
And exactly when will the money run out? When will these guys uh, decide to move on or whatever the situation may be? But uh, we could be in a tough spot if we don't get the wheels churning on Deshaun Watson next year. You got Miles Garrett, 13 and a half sacks. Anybody else that helps him? Because, you know, what I'm looking for, our uh, we've shown over the last few weeks our tackles don't do a lot of good blocking, and uh, you have to be concerned for the quarterback <laughs> if you're a Washington Commanders fan, if you got guys that can – somebody else that can run with uh, Miles. Well, you know, normally we would have uh, Javion Clowney. He has been a force on, against the run, and he's been a, a great guy to, you know, to help out – uh, Miles, when he's getting double team and all that, but I think he's a scratch this week. So uh, mm. if he's not gonna gonna play the uh, the left defensive end, then Miles is by himself again. Like I said before, um, on defense we don't seem to do a lot of blitzing and a lot of scheming that causes a quarterbacks a lot of confusion. Which is one of those things I've seen games where when Miles gets double teamed or gets chipped, uh, the quarterback sits back there, and and we're we've played against some some average quarterbacks who have had great games against us. And again, just like everything else, if uh, the other team runs the football, if they can run between the tackles, they control um, the line of scrimmage, then usually we have trouble getting off the field. And usually in the third, fourth quarter, I mean, they're just flat out tired. Uh, Nobody can sustain eight, nine, 12, 14 play drives and in the fourth quarter be ready to go. You're you're pretty beat up. So speaking of potentially average quarterbacks – what do you think of the commander's decision to go from Taylor Heineke to Carson Wentz this week? You know, I believe Carson Wentz at one time as a rookie was going to probably be named the uh, MVP of the, the National Football League, and unfortunately he had the injury and been struggling ever since. But you guys seem to me you have two quarterbacks that when you put them in, you know, for a game or two, they can give you about as much excitement as any other quarterback is when they stay in for four or five games and the eye in the sky don't lie, they get figured out and they start to struggle. So you're going to have a tough, tough call. If one of them gets hot, then you should be okay. Let's hope Carson went on my end doesn't get hot this week. But he can play the position. But he likes to throw those interceptions and fumbles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Do you, you should be aware of this. So the last two NFC defensive players of the week have been defensive ends going against the commander's offensive line. You, you can't tell Thibodeau. that information to uh, Garrett. You can't tell him yeah. that. <laughs> Came on Thibodeau two weeks ago and then and uh, Nick Bosa last week. What kind of shape is Garrett in? Like, like how is he ready to go? Is he looking good to you, looking fresh? How big of a threat is he this weekend? You know, about, I want to say about six or seven weeks, you know, he had the car accident. Um, uh, yeah. it was a day off and he flipped over his car and he was banged up in his, uh, I think his left shoulder for, and he missed the game. And then he came back and played a, had a pitch count, maybe 30 or 40 plays, but he's been revved up, uh, the last few weeks. He's back to his old self. He will bring the heat. There is no question. He will bring the heat. Uh, and he's a guy to be reckoned with. Uh, and if he gets off good and early, he's going to be tough to contain. You'll have to double him. You have to use a tight end or a back to chip him on his way out because uh, he can wreck a game. He can certainly wreck a yes, game. Yes, he can do that. This is a quarterback that has gotten wrecked before. Um, Reggie Langhorn, former Browns wide receiver. Reggie, do you have a, a prediction for this weekend? I, it sure seems like, and I don't know how much attention you pay to the Vegas numbers, but the, the numbers on this thing are a lot lower than you'd expect. I, I mean, Washington's only a two-point favorite at home. It's kind of weird. 
They only have seven wins, JP. Yeah. I, well, you, you know, the, the thing is, uh, they, maybe they think Cleveland is going to pop out. Deshaun's going to loosen up at some point. It's going to be 45, 50, maybe even 55 degrees back home, where I call it home because it's close to where I live, but in, in D.C. this week. So you're going to be looking at an opportunity to, to throw the rock around. They want to see Deshaun throw the ball downfield to get a feel for what they have. Uh, unfortunately, that again, for Nick Chubb, he won't get as many attempts as we as fans here in Cleveland like to see. Uh, I think they're going to score more points than you think today. So your guys got better be ready to get in the high 20s this week because we'll score three or four touchdowns. Well, don't say that because uh, high, high 20s, 20s, high 20s uh, gives us problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> high 20s is damn near impossible around here. <laughs> but you get, Washington has a pretty strong defense. You, you, you guys play tough football there. You just have had some bad breaks and you can't get consistency. And that's, that's a lot to do with the NFL. I mean, we watch teams beat teams that they didn't, you, know, you wouldn't expect it, and then all of a sudden they go and, and blow somebody out. So it's been a crazy season for the NFL. The only teams that have looked solid all year is your Philadelphia, San Francisco, KC, Buffalo, Buffalo. and Cincinnati. So – I mean, outside of those teams, I mean, everybody else is up for grabs. And, and you know, in uh, the game we got tonight with Dallas and Tennessee, man, I mean, flip a corner who's going to play in that game and what their mindset is. I heard you guys talking earlier about, you know, everybody's laying back and not playing anybody. And Tennessee's still going to have a chance to be in the playoffs week 18 at 7-9 and nine possibly. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, what do people in Cleveland think about Cincinnati being so good? Probably envious. I mean, and, and, and that's just the, the way it is. Um, you know, the big rivalry here was always Pittsburgh. Um, and then it went to uh, Baltimore. Obviously, uh, Baltimore being the old Cleveland Browns when they moved, uh, moved out back in 95. And then you have uh, Cincinnati with their young studs, the three receivers, mixing in the backfield, and then uh, Joe Barrow and what he's doing. We have been uh, wanting to find us a quarterback that can sling the rock around like they do. Um, you know, but I, I cheered for Cincinnati last year in their stretch run in the playoffs because I like watching young players perform. So a lot of times, you know, once the playoffs start, I, I don't I don't have a team I, I personally cheer for except for Brandon Orange. But I like watching young talent really perform in tough situations because I I, I lost we my team lost three FC championship games. So. The idea of watching young players really perform above themselves and get an opportunity to show to showcase their talent is, is something wonderful to watch. You've got to remember, we only have so much time to play this game. Some of us play 9, 10, 12, 13 years. There's a lot of guys that play 2, 3, 4 years and never get a chance to experience the joy of the playoffs. So I get excited this time of year. Um, I look forward to watching the young talent. And Cincinnati is one of those teams that I will cheer for. Well, you uh, you were a teammate of somebody who basically taught me everything that you just said, and I guess that's something that your coaches were teaching y'all back in the day. Ernest Biner, uh, Ernest basically, that's Ernest Biner. He, he he basically read that same little uh, message that you just said to me right there in my rookie season, and he stayed by me, and I guess got my mind on the right track early. And you know, and and Ernest is probably one of the most intense players, yeah. and a lot of times when we were you know playing ball together back in the eighties. Um, everyone thought that Bernie Kosar would have been our leader because he was a quarterback. But the intensity of Ernie Spiner's eyes in the heat of the battle will make <laughs> you want to play football. Yes, His work, work ethic 
It's beyond anything any other player can ever see. So there's a lot of name tags that people put on people that played the game. But if you look at his eyes, you will want to play for Ernest Biner. He is a guy that, uh, that, that's like the old uncle. I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> he had those Mike Singletary eyes at running back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Good man. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Reggie, thank you Reggie, so much for your time, you, man. man. I, uh, I do hope you're disappointed this thank weekend, but I, I hope you have a great new year. <laughs> hey, we're going to watch some six and nine teams play some big time football. How about that? <laughs> thank you guys for inviting me. Right, Take Reggie. care. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That was that cool, is man. That was great. That was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was Reggie Langhorn. You can follow him on Instagram at Reggie Langhorn. A lot of really good stuff there. And, Man, Miles Garrett has me kind of nervous. Not gonna <laughs> yes. lie to you. Hey, um, it, it, they said they normally come in threes, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, here's something you don't need to be nervous about. If you need new windows or any work done on your house, you need to call our friends over at Paul Henry's Window Installation. They've taken great care of me. They've taken great care of Brian. They can change the look and feel of your house, and you don't have to do a major renovation. It's remarkable what new windows and doors does to your home if it's cold this time of year if you got a drafty house get new windows get new doors they make a massive difference if you call paul this month you get a hundred bucks off each window with a five window minimum and up to five hundred dollars off each door b i know how much of a difference working with paul has made for you well my house now is exactly how i want it to be when it's cold when i want it to be cool inside it's cool inside when i want it to be hot like it's been for these last few days you want it to be hot inside. It's been very, very cold outside, and that cold air stays outside. Paul came in. He changed four doors in the back of my house. He changed all the windows in my detached garage, and he had already come before and did all the windows in the house. Now the house is toasty like you want it. Throw on a fireplace, sit back, grab me a little bourbon, and I don't have to worry about sitting there with a jacket or something on because Paul came in and he changed all that. I used to have draft right there around the kitchen area. No longer do I have that draft because Paul and his, uh, his, his, his company came in and did everything they were supposed to do and knocked all of the draft out. So you can give Paul a call, like JP stated, to receive 10% off windows and a, with the five-window minimum and up to uh, 10% off doors. Also, I think we, Paul is still hiring. Uh, it's all the way to the 31st here. You know, New Year's is coming. You got New Year resolution. You want to reach out to him. He's hiring with a start of sal- starting salary of $52,000. Contact Paul Hinges Windows Installation today. PaulHenrysWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. A lot going on. How about this, B? Derek Forrest missed practice today with an illness. He, he joins. He should be on... fine, though. Yeah, I mean, Chase had the illness yesterday. He was back. Uh, I mean, this time of year, there's illnesses floating around. But you've got Forrest mispractice. Curl's fighting his way back from injury. BSJ's fighting his way back from injury. Percy Butler popped up on the injury list with a hip injury. And that's the secondary that gave up a lot of big plays last week. Yeah. Just saying. A lot of. Figure it out, brother. It's the time of year where you got to figure it out. One guy that helps us figure it out. Let's go to the BetQL guest line and talk to our friend Peter Rosenberg, King of New York, Hot 97 and ESPN New York. Peter, what's going on, man? How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm good. Just catching up here with the uh, the always exciting uh, secondary problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not, not what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, let's start with the, the headline of the week, though. Carson Wentz is back at QB1. Um, the question I've been asking everybody, were you surprised by the decision, and do you think it's the right call? Um, no, not surprised. I've been listening to what you guys have been saying for weeks, um, that this has been what they've wanted. And, you know, ultimately the way I look at it is this. I, 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 you guys know I love what Heineke's done. I think he's earned his place in this league, if not to be the long-term backup here, to maybe get a chance to start somewhere in a place that really needs a quarterback. Um, but he's also 0-2-1 over his last three starts. And they also have a guy that they spent uh, a lot to get. Um, and a guy who, as much as he is flawed, and, and most Commanders fans like myself aren't necessarily super excited about seeing him take over, you know that he does have a higher ceiling arm-wise than Heineke. So, um I think it's a fine decision. I thought the timing was strange because we were just texting on last Saturday on how Heineke had probably just played his best half as a commander. Right. I mean, he yep. was, he really like looked like, wow, maybe this guy can throw the ball downfield. I mean, he, he really looked accurate with the deep ball. You felt really good about him. And then, yeah, the second half wasn't great, but uh, I, I thought the timing was strange. But I think the decision is not surprising. Yeah, because like, I think when you look at the fact that, I mean, he threw the one interception, but he had been playing well in that game. And it just seems to me like no matter what happened in that game, they were making a move. Yep. Yep. It seems like their mind was made up there. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the idea, though, that this whole notion that everyone's like, but well, we were really impressed with what Wentz did when he came in. Okay. I mean, first of all, yes, he was fine. But, I mean, it was essentially garbage time by the time he came in. Let, let's just be realistic. It was. People are <laughs> people are acting as if the coaching staff is acting as if he came in the game and all of a sudden made it a game again. That that didn't happen. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I, I do think he looked impressive. I think the the one thing, and you mentioned it, Peter, that is undeniable is the arm strength. Like you watch the two guys throw and Wentz's arm is clearly so much more of a rocket. And and I've talked to B about this. Like when you watch guys warm up. Um, and, and this is more commonplace in baseball, but when you can hear the way a guy throws a football, when you hear it zip through the air, that stands out to you. And and you hear that with Wentz. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm just not entirely convinced that Ron Rivera said he made the move because he needs to see a spark. And I think there will be more big plays. But 
I, I, I'm not convinced that this is necessarily going to work. Like, they have two games left. They need to win them both to get into the playoffs. How confident are you that Wentz is the guy to go 2-0 and over these next two games and, and get them into the playoffs? Well, let's start with let's start with this weekend. If they can't beat this version of Cleveland with either one of these guys, they don't belong. They don't belong in the playoffs anyway. I mean, I, I've been watching this Cleveland team, and I know that Watson and he's going to figure it out. Okay, maybe, but he has not figured it out yet at all. They are not a good football team, um, so they should be able to get this game done either way. I, I don't. Um, do we know, is there a world in which, so if Dallas were to, if everything stays, if Philly wins this week and Dallas wins this week, then Dallas will still be playing to catch Philly in the final week? Is that correct? No, I, I think if Philly wins this week, they will have it locked up. If Philly wins, it's over. Okay. Oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Because they're already so a game that, ahead. Yeah, they're 13-2. and two. If they win, they'll be 14-2. and two. And I think, I don't oh, think so they can Dallas, catch them. Yeah. Dallas couldn't catch them, right. So, so then we then we should get a resting Dallas, I would think, at that point. Um, which, frankly, at this point, the way Dallas looks, it feels like for us to get in, we need a resting Dallas either way. Um, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't like – the word spark is interesting because spark is what Taylor Heineke brings to this team. He brings a spark because the players want to play for him. Heineke, you're, I mean, uh, with Wentz, you're bringing in maybe more uh, higher ceiling and more arm talent, but you're not bringing in a spark because one thing we've learned about him going all the way back to his Philly days, unless something has changed, and JP, obviously you're very close to this, it doesn't seem that players want to play for him. So I don't know that he can bring a, quote, spark. Now, we all know if he comes in that game, regardless of what they think about Carson Wentz, the person and the man in the huddle, if he delivers a huge game and they're great, that would provide a spark. But that that's a big if, and we have not seen that yet from Carson Wentz as a commander. And I think when you look at this thing, the secondary early on in this season, they had started. It got to a point when when uh, Cam Curl came back, they started to play well. Cam Curl has been banged up a little bit. Derek Forrest is sick today. We don't know where St. Juice is going to be. And we talk about Cleveland trying to figure it out. If our secondary don't get right, this could be the weekend that they figure it out. And that, that troubles me. That's a really, really fair point. Um, last week, you could just tell they were not the same secondary. I mean, that was big time. Maybe the, it was the most glaring. I mean, they gave up 37 points. Like, that was a relative to what this defense has been all year. Last week was an abject disaster. Like, there's no way around it. And interesting, too, that it comes as I think all of us were pleasantly surprised at how good Chase Young was in his first game. Like, yeah. this guy was immediately impactful, and our secondary was just that depleted that they were able to pick us apart. But one thing I keep thinking about this week, every time I kind of think, like, man, this season's slipping away. Who wants a quarterback change at this point in the year? It, I, I'm not making the comparison because we are not winning the Super Bowl this year. But I can't help but think about the best year in my sports fandom ever, in, in 1987-88, when they didn't make up their mind on the quarterback all the way up until the playoffs. So you really don't know what Talking Trader and, and Doug Williams? 
Yeah, no, no one – and, JP, you know, no one remembers it that way. Everyone acts as if right. it was Doug Williams' team. It's not nah, the case. but that team wanted to play for Doug, though. <laughs> and that team was really good. In this sense, it would be like them going from Carson to Taylor in the playoffs because they didn't really exactly. deal with uh, what's exactly. called that much. Yeah. Hey, listen, there's 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 still two games left, guys. That could be time for another switch back to Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, can you imagine? <laughs> if that happens, um, boy, there could be some stuff going on around here. <laughs> B, uh, uh, Peter, how much do you care about Carson's inability to get it done last year with the Colts when he just needed to win one of the last two. And, and, and listen, let's be totally cognizant that like wins and losses aren't only determined by quarterbacks. They have an outsized role, but that's not the only determinant in, in how a football team wins or loses. Still, last year, Wentz had two dog of a games in two win and in games. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was brutal. It, it, that, was, that was the... His stock was already low prior to that, but of course that week, uh, that week seventeen against Jacksonville was really the true end of anyone, apparently except Dan Snyder, being excited about the possibility of Carson Wentz as QB one. <laughs> but but I don't I don't think about it that much. I do think that they everyone heaped a lot onto him as opposed to that team, um, and it's been a long time, man. He, he's coming off. He looked very fresh. He looks very fresh, has a lot of zip on the ball. This team is absolutely more talented, I believe. I, I, I could be biased. I believe this team is absolutely more talented than Indianapolis was last year. Um, and I think his weapons are better. I mean, man, this receiver core, every week it seems like there's someone else who just completely wows me. Um, I, I did not realize. I knew, I knew Dotson was very good. I didn't realize I'd be sitting there being like, could this guy end up being the number one on this team? Um, you know, he's that special. So this, this, it is a different, a much different group. So, no, I'm not overly concerned about the fact that he went to bed last year. It, it happens. There are a million other reasons I worry about Carson Wentz more than that. Um, so you are feeling pretty good then about this weekend, it sounds like. I, I, I think they're going to win this weekend. I do. I think, I think it'll come down to that last week against Dallas. They, I, I really think they should beat this Cleveland team. Um, and we know that there's a there's a really easy method to doing it too. If they just decide to, I know that you guys realize this. I don't know if anyone's aware. B. Rob can't be stopped for less than three and a half yards. Yeah, so I agree. I, I just I feel like it's sitting right there for them. Um, you know, just because you're getting Wentz back and everyone's excited about his arm, I would not start relying on that. I would be pounding B. Rob to set up third and short all day long and make it easy. Because one thing that we know Wentz does do probably better uh, better than Heineke, and he, he did it well in his limited time last week, he gets the ball out of his hands quickly at times. When they're playing, when he's playing well, he can get the ball out quick. And I think if they can set him up for third and short, don't you don't want to have Carson Wentz in a situation where late in the game you're asking him to pull a Taylor Heineke because that's not who he is. That mm. is that is an interception waiting to end the game all day Sack long. fumble, right. Yeah, it is the um, worst. He's not Taylor Heineke in that regard. You'll like this, Peter. Uh, Scott Turner was just asked about the identity of the offense changing because of the quarterback change, and he said, no, we want to be physical. We want to let the line come off and set blocks. We've played good pass rushers. You never want to be one-dimensional. Uh, Peter, very happy holidays, man. Happy New Year, yeah. and we'll catch up next week. Let's uh, let's hope we're talking about trying to win into the playoffs, guys. Have a wonderful New Year. I agree. Let's hope we are. That's our guy, 
Peter Rosenberg. You can follow him on social media at Rosenberg Radio. Before we make some bets here, i got to tell you about our friends at Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. Oarsman's been serving customers in this area for over 100 years, and I'm not just reading the copy. I've bought four cars from these people. Mm-hmm. I've, bought, I've bought three Toyotas from Oarsman Fairfax Toyota, and I've bought one – I bought a – GMC from Oarsman Chevy Buick GMC over in Alexandria. These people take good care of you. They've taken good care of me. They've got anything you want. Toyotas, Kias, Fords, Lincolns, Jeeps, Dodge. They got it all, and it's backed up by the Oarsman Lifetime Edge. Yep, they have that Oarsman Lifetime Edge, which gives you up to $1,500 in bonus extras, including complimentary car washes with every scheduled maintenance, loaner cars with every major maintenance, and Oarsman Lifetime Engine Guarantee. And you can bring any car into the Oarsman of Virginia store, and they will buy it regardless of the make or model. The Oarsman will pay you up to 125% of the Kelly Blue Book value. Uh, as JP just said, this is not just reading a, a copy. Uh, I looked in my yard the other day, and there was two Kias in my garage. My, my goddaughter's Kia was in the driveway. My buddy had just gotten a, a Jeep Cherokee from him. Four cars, all from uh, Kia, be, oh, from Oarsman, which I sent them over. And told him to go talk to Billy and Chantilly, and he would take care of me. He took care of all of them. Right now, two more friends are going over. Also, I have someone hit me on uh, social media, and they're going over there too. And they said that they found the car that they wanted. Then I think about it. I look down to Florida. There are two more kids right here from Orsman uh, Kia, right in uh, Chantilly, that are down in my daughter's and my son-in-law's house that they purchased from up here. So as they like to say in Orsman, Virginia stores, let's ride together. Why must I be like that? Why must a dog chase the cat? Be Mitch. It's been a, a funky week just because we've all been kind of, you know, in and out with holiday scheduling and stuff. So we haven't really kept track of the bets this week. Instead, we've kind of just been making picks each day. Um, there's probably a bunch of college football. I haven't looked yet. Have you looked? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So what, 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 what is the record this week? Anybody know? We haven't really done it. I know I had one pick, and I I did hit my uh my my parlay. I think you had, you hit a pick on Monday. That was two but and Landfill, But landfill wasn't in Monday, and then we're not you weren't about there. That. We we haven't done picks, is what I'm telling you. All right, well I'm two and zero. Oh, y'all y'all are zero oh and zero. Oh. Okay, cool. I'm good. I'm I mean, I went three and one last night. If we're going to count that, because I said we'll just pick all the college football games. Uh, no, that's not what we said. So that doesn't count, even though you weren't there. But you were here Monday, and I was here Monday, and Jeff was here Monday, and you picked something on Monday. What did you pick Monday? I, I lost Monday. I bet you don't remember. See, you 0-1. I oh. remember. I remember. I lost. All right. All right. Fine. You want to make a pick tonight? What I was thinking is, is has been fun is there's three college football games today. Okay, we, we can, can do that. We can pick all three of them. You know, I just got to give you a hard time, but we'll do that. I, 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 there's few things in the world I'm more aware of. Um, all right. Who are you taking? So, three games today. You got Cuse, Minnesota, kicking off in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma, Florida State at 530. And then tonight is Texas, Washington. All right. Um, I'm going to take, man, I don't know a damn thing about Syracuse, Minnesota. But yeah, I'm going to take. When, when, when did that stop you from making a bet any other time? Never in my life. All right. Um, I'm going to take the orange. I'm going to take the points with Syracuse. I'm going to lay the points with Florida State. I don't think that Oklahoma team is very good. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, – Tim Murray's moneymaker of the week is tonight, Washington Huskies. So I'm all over that. So I got Syracuse, Florida State, Washington. Syracuse, Florida State, and Washington, huh? That's what I got. 
Okay, well, I'm going to take Syracuse, Oklahoma, and Washington. Ooh, with the, that's, a, that's a lot of points for Oklahoma, man. I know that is. Not a lot of games where you get nine and a half points with the Sooners. Is it nine and a half, Landfill? Or is it ten? <laughs> what is it, Landfill? I see nine and a half on FanDuel. Oh, you do? I'm looking it up. I was just trying to check and see, JP. I could be wrong, but well, normally, Lord knows, I could always. If it has something to do with numbers, we can probably say you could be wrong. What do you think, Landini? Nine and a half or ten? I'm still looking. Where's the? Oh, Florida State, Oklahoma, nine and a half. Oklahoma plus nine and a half. All right. So basically, B, we both took Cuse and we both took Washington, which means it all comes down to Oklahoma, Florida State. Yeah. You want to? I did. uh, I ended up doing this with Ahmed yesterday. You want to go ten bucks heads up? I get the. I get the Seminoles. You get the Sooners. Ten bucks head up? No, with the points. Th- that's not what you just said, dog. I mean, just you and I bet each other ten dollars. That's oh, what I mean man. by heads up. I don't like betting people like you. I'll bet you heads up with Florida State. Fine. I was trying to give you the damn points. <laughs> now I give. You, yeah, I do the points. All right, um, Jeff or Landfill, do you want to get in on this uh, this time? We told you a while ago, Jeff wasn't here. Oh yeah. Well, you just talked about him like he was there. Landfill, do you want to get in on this this time? Nope. <laughs> that feels smart. Whatever. Ahmed just Venmoed me uh, ten bucks because I beat him yesterday. All right. All right. All right. Go uh, Seminoles. Thank you to everyone that listened to the program today. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to Mike Phillips. Thank you to Chase Hughes. Thank you to Reggie Langhorn, and thank you to Peter Rosenberg. I feel like we learned a lot today. And B, I'm a little spooked by this Cleveland Browns team. They, I there's am no too, JP. Way, there's no way this the the line should be what it is. It just doesn't make sense. So uh, okay, have Vegas, fun watching. Vegas is working. They know what they're doing. <laughs> have fun watching uh, Cowboys Titans tonight. Sounds like a real barn burner coming. Um, thank you to everybody that listened and everybody that called in. A rousing edition of Bleep You Thursday. Grant and Danny coming your way next. Make sure you watch the Caps tonight, seven o'clock. They are the hottest team in the NHL. Don't miss it. If you made it this far, I owe you a DC brow. Yeah, yo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.